Okay. And then you will see, oh, well, one side of the scale is profit and loss. So by looking profit, do you another side and equity? So by looking value, net worth. You know, we're reading all this Robert Kiyosaki and yes, all yes. those people that say net worth, net worth, net worth will happen when you do your bookkeeping the right way that they are, mm -mm. which we need to get to yeah. a level. Mm. Even though the corporates, as soon as you start a business, that's you, you want to know where you're running yeah. at, and it's not in your bank account. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Nogad Lessman podcast. We are here at Life Gymnasium. Life Gymnasium is a gym located inside of Holiday Inn. If you don't know where that is, I will leave all the links in the description for you to find out more. I know it's been a while, but we're back today with another episode, and I am joined today by Vanessa. Vanessa, hi, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Vanessa. I am Hello Taxman on Instagram and Facebook. Go follow me. And thank you, thank you, Yabil. Nogat Lesman. Yes, Yabil, MK, Nogat Lesman. Yes, too much name, too many names. <laughs> you call me whatever you Multi -hyphenate, want. Multi-hyphenate, yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for this opportunity. No worries. Grateful. So tell us, um, you mentioned off camera um, that you used to work for PwC before. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so I finished from PAU, the university here in Mosby, doing accounting, mm. uh, doing the accounting degree there. And then straight after that, in 2009, I joined PwC. So PwC is the oldest and biggest accounting firm in PNG. Mm. And it's still the, the biggest in PNG out of the big four. So there's big three, uh, four big four <laughs> companies in the world that um, provide professional accounting services. services EY, yeah. PwC, Deloitte, and KPMG. So all four offices today are here in PNG. So I started with PwC 2009 for around four years, and then I jumped over to EY when they came back in the country mm. to um, start up again. So I've done tax work. I've been a tax professional there. And um, yeah, so most people are aware of audit. So there's audit teams, yeah. auditors, audit, audit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then there's, a, there's also a smaller team called um, for taxes, that oh, okay. tax compliance, tax advice. Oh, so audit and, uh, audit and tax are like separate things. They're separate business units in an right. accounting firm. Okay. And then advisory, the three bigger types. Okay. And then a whole lot of smaller, smaller things that they do <laughs> under that branch here. Interesting. So that was around a combination of like 10 years, roughly. And then I had my kids. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old boy and a one-and-a-half-year-old girl. So since then, when I was pregnant, I left the job and stayed home to be the stay-at-home mom. Oh, and, nice. Um, Congratulations. I, yeah, thank you. You got out of the rat race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big, big work, yeah. More stressful than corporate yeah, life, yeah. actually. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> but sorry. But more fulfilling in yeah. a way. Yeah, that's I'm like sure. life work. Parenting, eh? True. And yeah, through parenting, through being becoming a mother, it's led me to trying to get onto this entrepreneurship thing to to um, share my knowledge and experience with the, with Papua New Guinea right. SME entrepreneurs. Yeah, I love what you're doing on your Instagram. Thank it's you. So, yeah. like those slides that you do is so informative. Yeah. I for one struggle with like tax and stuff. Um, just started actually, so I haven't gone to that area yet where I should start, which leads to our topic for today, which is general bookkeeping. 
How would one start to keep their books and why is it important to do that? So bookkeeping, like um, bookkeeping itself, historically, it was created by this guy, it formally created by this guy called um, Luca Pacchioli. He's an Italian mathematician like some 500 years ago. He invented bookkeeping. Like the proper bookkeeping is double entry bookkeeping, okay. not cash. So double entry is where you get uh, like a financial statement, mm. like, like a financial statement with a profit and loss and a balance sheet yeah. and the rest of it. But that was created 500 years ago. And here in PNG, we still stuck on cash accounting, which is just money coming in and out of your cash, uh, your bank account mm. or in your hands. So it's not double entry. It's just one side of a picture that should be both sides yeah. double entry. So your right. books balance. So that's wow. that's all that book balancing thing. Huh? So cash, lo PNG, you may you may just cash economy. Yeah. Focus Lodisla. Five hundred years plus after double entry bookkeeping was invented. Invented, but yeah. you know that's where we are at. That's the reality. So. Yeah, like I was saying before we started the podcast, the accountants, the local ones, we got to come out and teach and educate people about what bookkeeping can mm. do for them yeah. intellectually and how it can flow out to them managing their business and mm. the money in the business so they can hopefully grow to fulfill yeah. your dreams, business dreams and whatnot. So cash accounting is that one cycle, money come in and out, your bank account or handle you, but the bookkeeping that should be happening that um, is the proper way of keeping your books, so you measure the value of your business. Right. It's the one that when it goes in your book, in your bank account, imagine that waiting with the yeah, scale. The yeah. scale. Money coming inside your bank account needs to be balanced with something else. Your books are balanced. So you have to have like a written record of it or some. So is that what you? The debits and credits. Right. Yeah, if you okay. heard debits and credits. Yeah, debits and credits. Yeah. So bank account, I'm just in and out. Yeah. You know, in or debit na credits. So mm. the Bookkeeping has, is an actual profession. It's, I think in what I've seen from doing people's books, friends and stuff, it's mm. just cash accounting, but right. not the double entry bookkeeping. And like we were mentioning with um, my brother here, um, accounting software today is like zero QuickBooks, MYOB, FreshBooks, the major ones. Yeah. They, are, they, are, they were created specifically for small business owners. So you don't have to see the debit and credit like an accountant could yeah. see. You can see an interface that just says, oh, when you spend your money from this cash account, what did you spend it for? You put it in a category, and then it, it will balance at the back end of that software, the debit and the credit. Right. But in my experience so far, so I started my business in, um, I launched my IG account and Facebook social media account in um, September. September, this uh, last, uh, last year? Last year, September. Okay. So oh, almost nice. a year. Yeah, okay. Uh, but just giving out information because I saw mm. the need that I um, uh, uh, have a whole heap of friends educated. You've got degrees, masters in whatever else. Even accountants, even mm. my accounting friends, they have a degree, but just keeping the books in a way that will make sure books yeah, balance yeah. them not come up. So, mm -hmm. And that taxes, taxes will come after your books. You have after your books is balanced. Balanced. Right. Uh, after you have books at all. Right. <laughs> right, okay. And that's yeah. the other major thing. When I came out to start trying to sell like tax services, I mm. was still in my employee mindset of PWCEY, where we were serving corporate clients that already had books. So when right. I sit down, tax, me sit down, I mean, wait, the client, Basali, come, trial balance, statement of um, financial position, financial performance, 
and companies, and then we do it. So when I, came, when I tried to sell to Ezra, I was like, okay, give me your books. Let's do taxes, and then nothing came. Yeah, and they're like, what books? Yeah. <laughs> what books? I'm like, uh, you know, books from your record keeping? Mm -hmm. And they're like, what record keeping? Mm -hmm. So yeah, the point I wanted to get to is bookkeeping is like a proper, proper yeah. double entry system that, that you kind of need some kind of background to get to. Get to get, get to do, yeah. But the one that the SME people can do with, without financial background is yeah. keeping those records that will go into a bookkeeping system. That's like a general ledger. Like your receipts. Oh, receipts. Your actual, actual okay. receipts. Yeah, checkbook stubs, your bank statement. Now, bank statement, do you make a cash withdrawal number out there? Where's the paper trail for those cash withdrawals? Right. That's, that's my other big problem. Okay. I get a whole heap of bank statements now, withdrawal, cash. Deposits. Deposit. What's Nothing. What's it for? Yeah. I, I can't, I don't know. I'm right, an accountant, right, but okay. I don't know yeah. until you tell me what it is for. Now, I'm debiting a credit team for you. So that's and where there's a balance of, uh, and it needs to balance. It, it can't be one-sided cash accounting. It needs to flow into a statement, which yeah, is a balance, balance scale. And, yep. and scaler must balance. Okay. And then you will see, oh, well, one side of the scale is profit and loss. So by looking profit, you another side and equity. So by looking value, net worth. You know, we're reading all this Robert Kiyosaki and yes, all yes. those people that say net worth, net worth, net worth will happen when you do your bookkeeping the right way that they are, mm -mm. which we need to get to yeah. a level, mm. even though they're corporates, as soon as you start a business, that's, you, you want to know where you're running yeah. at, and it's not in your bank account. So I posted this a lot in my face, uh, Facebook and Instagram thing, but um, yeah, it's good that we come out here. So yeah, I it, is. it is. Talk and describe it. So yeah, it's not, profit is not in your bank statement. It's not that balance. It needs to come out to the way that bookkeeping was designed, accounting was designed to speak the language of business, which mm. is a value, an actual value of how, of what mm. your business is worth. In other but words, growth equity. in your business, like you can define how much you've grown or how much you've not grown. Yeah, and mm. it's not that balance in your bank account. Yeah. It is supposed to come out when you do proper bookkeeping, accurate right. bookkeeping. M now. Payables, um, yeah, how much you owe. Mm. So bank account, you don't have to look at how much you owe. You only see how much cash you have in your bank account or in your hand. But when you have a, uh, have a proper bookkeeping system yeah. that balances it out, you should get to that cash flow statement. So there's two, and then a cash flow statement would tell you what that cash sitting, sitting in your bank account is for. It's locked up to payables or receivables right. or you got some loans to pay. Mm. Yeah. But to get there, keep proper books. That's where you, yeah. that's where you um, start. Keep your actual paper receipts. So it doesn't really have to be like a, like a document or like a ledger. It's just keeping the documents. Yeah. Well, it starts there. Okay. So it can get into the ledger. Right. Yeah. But ledger, when we say ledger, it just sounds like, ugh. Yeah, it's like, Even like... as an accountant, ledger is like, ugh. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with ledger. It just sounds so... Boring. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I see. scary. And I mean, boring for me because I've, I've been there. To, yeah, been there and had okay. to look at ledgers and then it just. So if, it's old school, but now the software makes ledgers. Right. You don't have to, say don't have to write it. Yeah, uh, you just have to say, oh, money came out from here and it's gone to a category like yeah. what? Office but expense. You have receipts, files. That back. one will tell you. Okay. Yeah, you need those. 
So book, bookkeeping starts from record keeping. So you keep a record of every, like every penny you spend? Every toya go out, record in your bank account, or in, yeah, mm. in your bank account, you have a little note printed out in, your, in that um, internet mm. banking thing that is in a spreadsheet, so you can export it mm. out to a, a CSV file. CSV file. Spend right. it as a, save it as a spreadsheet and a record. What, what did you use it for? How much, how much GST was on it? That right. kind of thing. So your bank account every month or how depends on how much, how long your bank statement is. Yeah, how long is. your bank statement is. Yeah, you figure is. it out. And so your bank you statement isn't necessarily a record of, it is a record? It is a record. It is a record. Your bank statement, even your cash at hand, you know, you, you deal with cash yeah. without putting it in the bank account. Oh, yeah, I deal with you a lot of that. You need to have a cash book, cash book. Mm. Accounting software today will cater for all that cash book, bank account. Remember, go inside of this one plan. But if you're not there yet and you need to start somewhere. Yeah, keep the receipts. Keep the receipts, Everything. photograph them, put them on a cloud drive because the receipts fade. So yeah. Yep. So accounting oh, so software. Accounting software you can accounting upload. Accounting software, you can put it go inside. But I've learned through experience that, you know, just to get there for yeah. an individual it can be daunting. So if you're not there, where you can start is just photographing it and keeping it in a filing system on your hard drive. Oh, yeah, on okay, a computer. Cloud drive, because hard drive no good to lose Or even on your phone, you can even just keep it there. Upload it and back it up on a cloud drive. Google Drive, oh, everybody Google has drive. access to Google go. Drive now. Yeah. Digital literacy. Yeah. The other one. It is. But that's a time saver. Once you get through the hurdle of learning how to use these tools and mastering them, then you know efficiency yeah. will happen. So those softwares you mentioned, are they free or do you, like you have to pay for them? You have to pay for them. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The eight dollars. They, they have like trial, free trials. Free trials then, for thirty they're really days. Restricted. Yeah. Right, okay. But look at it as an investment. Yeah, it is an investment. <laughs> it is, because it is an like, investment. So, scenario, uh, I'm not sure if you can help here, but so for my case, I started recently, left my job, and uh, I haven't had a business account yet. Ah, so, all yeah. of my transactions are with my personal account right yeah. now. So, I can still keep my books using. Yeah. The light. So, yes, so your personal account, get that statement out and pick out all your business transactions, mm. put it aside with all the receipts, photograph them in a filing system, a naming protocol, so you know like by date which right. receipt it is, who you paid. Mm. Yeah. So then I can... And then it can match up when you finally get into a software. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I have to start doing that. Yeah. yeah. I used to have the re habit of collecting receipts. Awesome. Yeah, but I stopped. Get back to it. <laughs> yeah, because someone it. made fun of how thick my wallet was. <laughs> like, I, have a separate account. I, I took uh, my wallet, wallet out. Though, yeah. Your business wallet and then your I should, yeah. yeah. That helps. Just, just being organized is the first step to keeping a proper set of books. True. Organized in your wallet, in your bank statement. So when yeah, you get but, a business account. But it's ideal for you to separate like your personal account and your business yeah, it's, account. It's a fundamental business. Yeah practice to separate your personal expenses from your business expenses because legally your business is its own person yeah and you personally I mean, you're not a player. You, you, people confuse that too and then that's where the mess yeah happens. that's a separation that has to happen that is a separation. and you have to in start early mind. yeah and in your yeah. mind as well it's already separated everywhere yeah. else, but just in the business person's yeah mind. yeah because you yeah. see yourself as the business as and the, you know you represent the business so it's like 
the separation isn't as there as much. Yeah. Especially yeah. for people like me who are just starting out. Them it's now. like we are the business, the business is us. Them now. So you wanna get to a point where you, you can separate. yeah, you can you separate. start separating to a point where you need to scale up, you can be on your own and the business can function as its own. Them now. But the, the other thing too, if you merge the two, then you end up mistreating the business. Right. Because you mistreat yourself. Yes. Basically. Yeah, so separating it would, you know, it, it's like a child. And hopefully people listening don't mistreat their children. Yeah. So treating their child like uh, its own person, it's making its own money. It'll pay you something if it makes something. Mm. If you keep a, a, book of, a set of records, then you can know if you can pay yourself out whenever. True. Because, uh, yes, the first few years, you might not make profit depending on what kind of business you're yeah, in. Yeah, how... So, back to the bookkeeping stuff. That bookkeeping would dictate how much profit you make in a year, right? Yep. It's Warren not, Buffett, accounting is the language of business. You right. will not know profit until you do proper bookkeeping. Mm. That whatever profit you think it is, it's not it. Yeah. You need to follow the mathematics of business, which is accounting, bookkeeping, yeah. record keeping. So it's record keeping to bookkeeping to accounting. And then when you get all that in a place where it's true, like, you know, German, oh, me spending this or something, or this or something, but mm. you're not going to books. You're not going to get a proper set of, book, set of books. You're not going to know your profit enough to plan for that future you want. True. Yes. So it's very important, like, right now. It is. A lot of even me doing it traditionally, which is um, just off the top of my head, like, oh, I'm charging this much, or this much is profit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but like, where is the profit? Yeah. Like, know, as an accountant, yeah. when people like I talk to SMEs who I know don't keep proper, when they say that's profit, I'm like, no, no. I, I know <laughs> that it should flow somewhere, and you're probably not profitable. Yeah, but. That's right, so there's no way of telling that you are making profits until you actually keep your books. Yes. Wow. Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> Being a non-accountant, yeah. you, you've got it. Like, you, it just keeps Yeah, because you know, been, I've been thinking about this a lot because I was, I was trying to think, like, how much... Because someone asked me this, like, uh, how much do you make on an annual um, mm -hmm. profit without the cost and everything? And I was just left like, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. So it was from a client, actually. He asked me, uh, how much do you make on an annual basis? It's like, uh, I don't know. And then, then he just went, OK. Like, he probably just he was like, ah, this dumb, dumb fucking. No, he probably <laughs> no but I don't. Doesn't keep it's, it's not common knowledge, <laughs> right? So that's what we're here for, yes. to help. Uh, get people to start doing bookkeeping. I will start. Keep my books. It, it, it inspired me to do what I'm doing because I have a whole heap of friends who started their businesses. own businesses. Huh? And that, when they came after I left corporate mm. and tried to be a stay-at-home mother only <laughs> without doing this stuff. And then they kept coming. And it's like, why, yeah. why, why are my smart, educated friends not keeping proper books of records so they can actually build out. So these friends of mine had made like a quarter of a million kina in a year. And they didn't know that until two years after when they came to me and gave me, a, gave me the bank statement mm. and whatnot information. They didn't know. Right. And then when I said, hey, you made a quarter of a million kina. In, in profits. 
No. Just in income, overall, in revenue. In income, yeah, okay. That's another thing. Huh? Revenue yeah, is yes, different revenue. from profits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I get But just revenue, how much money you made from selling whatever you're selling. Mm. And I was like, you made a quarter of a million. It's like, and they're like, what? You know what I could have bought? What I could have invested from that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you invested in accounting in the first place, you would have known in bookkeeping. So today's world, these softwares that we were just talking about, it's real time. It's cloud-based. Right. So like if when you get to the point where you can just photograph your receipts, you've got a, a chart of accounts, which is the backbone of your bookkeeping, which categorizes everything, everything in your business. It's specific mm. to your business. Every business is kind of different how they operate. So mm -hmm. that's where a professional accountant, bookkeeper can come in and help you set out those categories. Huh? So you can put them all, entries yeah, you go, categorize okay. them properly in a meaningful way. So time you look at report, it makes you, sense. you can kind of make sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if that happened, using current technology, then like today, when you enter everything, you, you look and finish. You were running on profit or not? And if you're okay. running on profit, means you need to pay tax. Right. Profit tax comes. So tax comes after, after profit. After the profit. Well, in PNG, tax comes before from, the profit. No, from, from profit, but this new SBT tax, it's uh, from turnover, the small business tax that we right. introduced, introduced. It's from. So it's from the annual. If you don't earn above sixty thousand or something, so they've broken it into a like a, a is it micro. 60, is it sixty thousand cap or like? Cap. Like for micro, and then the next ones for small businesses, like I think 250,000. You get tax, is, is, is you get like tax a, tax a specific amount though, it's a fixed tax amount for SBT. Right. So, like any year, some 200 kina for the higher bracket, and some 60 kina. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to like read it. It's yeah. on the RSC website, you'll see. But um, you have to actually be registered for that. So, they've been doing a whole heap of awareness to make people aware, but I don't is know it like, is it just people a, are aware. <laughs> is it just a TIN certificate that's being it's registered? It's a specific TIN certificate. It's not the normal... It's not the normal one you get for any business, right? Yeah, you have to apply for that SBT oh. TIN certificate, TIN 4 application. So usually... Yeah, application. There's a TIN 1 and 2 that... Yeah, TIN 1 is for the company, TIN 2 is for each director. Four is for SBT alone. SBT alone. Yeah. So I think I got one or only one. Tin one. Yeah. The normal normal tax regime. Normal this one's mix. the new one they just introduced. Like right. Okay. A couple of years ago or one year. Hmm. Oh, that, the, that one, the Marape tax law. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that one is dependent on your revenue, that new tax right. thing on your revenue figure, not profit. So the normal one is dependent on your profit. So how much profit you're making? If you keep your books of records, then know how much profit you mm. made. Then there's a depending on what business type you registered as. So you register as a company and different from a, a business. business name. Okay. So the business name tax regime is, has different rates, progressive rates. Mm. So the highest is the 42, like, like your employment, yeah, okay. similar to your employment mm. rates. And company tax rate is 30. It's a fixed 30%. 30%? 30. 30. For 13. Three zero. Oh, I thought it was like one three. And uh, business name, you, you did a business name? Yeah. yeah. So that would be a progressive rate from, I think it starts at 21, if I remember right? 21 and then goes up. up. Yeah. Wow. So it's a whole um, calculation mm. that needs. <laughs> yeah. Tax on profits. Tax on profits. The normal That's the normal one, one tax on profits. Yeah. So after you earn all, and all turn around and then. You calculate your you profit. You calculate your profit. If you kept your books. You know, accurately, then you'll, you'll calculate an accurate tax. Yeah. If you didn't... Then you'll probably pay more 
oh, wow, okay. So that means if I didn't keep my books and I just said I had a profit of like, say, 20,000, even though it wasn't 20,000, I probably paid 21% of 21,000. Oh, it depends on, because like, the 21% depends on how much money you make yeah, okay. in brackets. Yeah. Oh, in, you mean like? 21% applies to a certain amount of profit and then the next one it goes up, okay. there is something and then 40. So it might not be 20,000 within the bracket of 21%. Yeah. So it might be You more, have to look at your, yeah. at the tax rate table, which exists. Where can we find that information? <laughs> on the IRC website. IRC and, website. Yeah. But hopefully I get there, we, yeah, we get there, but before we get there, we need to do the yeah. bookkeeping. Yeah. The bookkeeping is key for it that to happen. It is so key. It is foundational to the su success of your business and your financial mm -hmm. dreams. Because otherwise you don't know if you're growing or you, you can't scale, right? Oh my God, I'm just, I'm learning so much. <laughs> you're worried, <laughs> but you see, from that worry, you're gonna actually do the right thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's gonna, it, it's shine that path to. Yeah. Okay, so we wanted to touch on um, how bookkeeping can help you get more business, scale your business, and um, be, it's, it's also good for the banks. Yeah. Right. So um, explain a little bit on that, like so, how you can, yeah, sorry, yeah. go on. So it's been a law to get a IPA certificate, get your TIN certificate, and get your bank, business bank account. Mm. And because the banks want to give loans, that's how they make the money, giving yeah. loans and charging you an interest. Yeah, that's... Mm. They cannot give... They can't trust you if you don't have books of accounts that will show them that you are actually growing and can give back that loan, like pay them back the loan. Mm. So bank accounts, when they see that, you know, you're spending and receiving stuff yeah, yeah. and it's filtering out into that proper set of book of records that I said that books balance and yeah. you give them a bank account statement. And then they'll be like, yep, this is a legitimate business that can actually grow and give us back the loan and you get the loan. Right. And if you don't, then we're like, then, I mean. How are we going to trust yeah. you? How, how are we going to get our money back? Right. Because like most people, they just go borrow money and disappear. Yep, PNG. <laughs> I mean, we complain that they're uh, not giving a loan, but... Yeah. So for the SME loan, uh, I'm not sure if you're going to have any information on that, but like, they, when they wanted to go and apply, did they have to have their books in order for them to ask for like a specific amount? Or was it... In the real world, yes. It's in the real business happen, world, like, that's yeah. how it works, yeah. Yeah. I was always, I always wanted to like apply for that loan, but I've never got around to doing that. Hmm. So. I'm personally like anti-loan because... Right. <laughs> Why is that? It's, um, I'm curious to know now, honestly. It's like debt. Like, I don't want to be in debt. Right. Like, for my business, I've, I'm in debt to myself because I've used my personal savings mm. to fund my startup business. And I, yeah. I, so then you're not anti-debt, but you're like debt to banks. To banks. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like an extra chip on my shoulder kind of right. feeling. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, that feeling Even, of owing people money. You, yeah. don't, you don't like that, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't. But like, if I have to, at least I know how to do my book so I can pay mm. it back. Yeah, I mean, for someone like you, I'd re I reckon yeah. you'd be in a better but, position. But then I do know where I'm at, so I don't need a bank loan right need, now. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't think you can get a bank loan within a year. I saw something new that you can, but usually banks will give it when you've got a historical oh. book of records, three to five Also, oh, if you have a new business account, yeah. that's what you're saying. It'll you be can't... a bit difficult to get a bank loan, wow. unless there's some special package now for SMEs that I was thinking, open, open the first day, next day you go. Oh, can I, mean, I get a loan? <laughs> imagine you as a bank. Unless you can get someone else that the bank trusts to underwrite and the now loan. That's, that's yeah. the whole equity business coming. Right. Uh, oh, okay. you need to give equity. You got some property where you know, property. But then again, equity cannot be valued unless you have books that. Personal equity can, like your, the value of your equipment, your right. car, your personal assets. Personal assets. How do you, how do you like, keep or show it that these are your assets without you value, carrying You it. value it, like the, the valuer's yeah. value job to value your car. Is it like a house. document that you... It's a, it's a profession that valuation people, do. Okay. valuation people value your house and car if you haven't done it and don't have proper books of Right, so it has to come from a credible source. Credible. So I can't value it myself. No, the banks will ask you for a valuer's <laughs> report. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unless right. you kept proper books of records, like all these is assets. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. This is mm -hmm. an asset that won't, that shouldn't sit in a profit and loss statement unless you depreciate it. Good, right. it's too technical, but yeah. Assets like this, these are your money makers. Yeah. They should be sitting in your balance sheet. So there's those two weight yeah, things. Sheets, yeah. They should be sitting in your balance sheet because they're going to make you money. So they'll feed into your profit and loss to balance out the whole books mm. and to calculate proper profit and loss in your net worth. Because if your business... Yeah, when the bank gets your business, when your bank gets the financial statement, they'll oh, yeah, you got all assets. Right. That means you're going to make money because you got yeah. assets. So, oh, yeah, we'll give you a loan. So, based on your assets, they'll, like, value of your assets, your you can use financial. it as equity. Is that, like, you can use... Yeah, it'll, assets minus liabilities is equals equity. Network. Oh, nice. Okay, so I can actually use... Positive equities, a profitable hmm. business. If you kept proper books of yes. accurate, accurate. In the first yes. place, yes. okay. So what if like, um, say, I wanted to get a loan to get an asset, like for my case, I've always wanted to go into something of like a, like a cab, but not really taxi, but like those private, you Uber. know, yeah, the Uber services. Mm. That's not really, is that even legal? Um, the Uber services that are happening, yeah. Taxi. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like private vehicles, but they have their own page and yeah. Which, yeah, a lot of people are doing it, but you need an actual license to be a taxi yeah, driver. Yeah. Which is yeah, something that business, I don't know, business laws, a lawyer needs to come out and do something like yeah. this to mm. educate people that you need li business licenses for certain business activities. And you need, I've talked to this, I've mentioned in my comments to your photography page, like yeah. the terms of services. Yeah. Terms of service, selling a product, selling Oh, yes, services. you mentioned that. Yeah, I remember that. A lawyer remember needs that. to come to the SME sector and help us to write them out. Or if you write, like I can write my own, but I don't know how to put someone to court if they break right. my terms of services. So yeah. you need so someone lawyer, with a legal, yeah. a legal background who knows how to do these things. So business us. law, basically. Business law. Okay. Business law is like, uh, that's a big name for all the yeah. different types of laws. Because the tax laws itself, IPA laws, are mm. the certain... 
yeah, for business SME owners. So we, we need a lawyer in this space helping us to create terms of services and put people <laughs> to court when they break and don't True. pay us money on time and, True. you know, do all those. Yeah, that's the thing for us. Like, I think a lot of service, service providers, you know, and small photographers, small, small business, yeah, we get bullied. Like if they don't pay us, it's not we're not gonna do anything. And now, yeah, no, because because they have our money, we're just gonna keep on being nice, keep mm -hmm. on bowing down to them. No. And, now, and like if in your contract you can put like um, you know pay me or this la data and by you see penalty this la penalty blow you like you pay extra five percent mm. on your unpaid invoice. Yeah, that's true. They wish you do can, that. You can write that in and right. give it to the client and chase them for it, and if a lawyer comes and helps us, we can put, threaten them for court to, mm. for not paying our service. We don't deserve to be bullied. True. Mm. So, like, what would be, uh, just, I'm, I'm not sure if you'd be the person to talk to about this, what would be, like, a good time to give to a client if you do um, a job for them? For instance, I go take a few pictures, I submit an invoice, this is the amount of time you have to pay that invoice. If not, this is the penalty fee. You give that contract before you engage. They sign right. it. Right. So they sign it. It's a thing prior to engagement. Prior to engagement. So it's all there. You want to engage me? This is my terms of service. This is how many photos I'm going to give you for this amount of money. Mm. And if you want some more, there's going to be an extra cost. Package it out so you don't get underpaid. Because I know yeah. lots of creatives get underpaid. You need to package it. Educate your yeah. customer how your business runs. That's th the thing. That's my challenge also to provide accounting services. We need to write those things out, educate the buyer so they know that there's a process yeah. and there's a penalty. What penalty is like a harsh word. It's not a but penalty. A, it's like a, like a service charge for mm. like service charge for like documentation yeah. or admin fees or something like yeah, that. Yeah. For wasting my time. <laughs> for buying my time. That's the value of my time that yeah. they're paying for because they couldn't do it themselves. Oh, man, that's... But yeah, it, 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 it happens before you provide the service. So I've learned this from corporate, so the big ones, companies yeah. do that. That doesn't mean we can't. That means we should because we're smaller. We don't make enough, as much money as them. So we should give them a, a terms of service outlining where so, scope creep doesn't come up. For mm. the yeah, scope language. of work. So yeah. we have like... For me, I personally do scope of work, yeah. deliverables, price, and yeah, that's about yeah. it. And they're like, oh, maybe I like you want to edit load this layer. Yeah, any, like, any extra work, I'm like, if it's not in the initial one, I'm charging extra. And now. And that needs to be in black and white. So when you do yeah. go into court, you say, you sign this, and you, it's mm. a legal document that you can take to court. So we need that lawyer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very important. That's so because like, important. early stages of me, it was all verbal, mostly verbal, because I didn't understand the power of uh, documents. Document. <laughs> verbal, they say verbal is kind of legal as well, but if yeah, in place of a contract, but then you know, you go to court, not now. Where? Yeah, where's the where paper? Proof? Yeah. Yeah, where proof where you had this conversation? Party, but I'm German. Yeah. Then you got nothing. What about like a? Like, so I do this. I sometimes I tell people I meet with. Sometimes I don't. I record. Like voice record? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's why we need the lawyer to tell us. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> All right. But written one is the really important, because that, that's black and white, and you've signed it off and dated it. 
Yeah. That clients signed it up and they, they mm -hmm. did them. When they you mentioned something about courses that you want to build. I yes. like touch. Just give us like without giving away too much information. Thank you, thank you. Like so a, yeah, my journey has been trying to sell services and whatnot, but the big thing I see is more financial education is mm. needed before people can get to the kind of accounting service I want to give and you deserve. So financial education needs to happen, and I, I've got this. I've got two kids, like I told you, and my lifestyle is just crazy trying to start this thing and um, the way that I see that I can avoid doing one-on-one -on -one and giving away the same thing I'm telling people as they come one by one mm. is through online courses through using technology so yeah please follow my page and <laughs> let me stay updated there yes to get this um, information on the online courses and Soon. give me ideas on what you want oh yeah. yes yes definitely um, we are Actually, I'm going to help you out on that one. We said to, right? Pardon? The courses. Yeah. You want me to help you out? Yeah. I mean, here to say what kind of... So, well, I'm going to launch a mini one first, a mini course, just to get a taste of what it is. Right. And I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of online courses, like on the world. Yeah, market. I do. I am uh, trying to get into that from... I'm a free skate uh, scumbag, so... I, <laughs> what? I got, I scour the web for free courses mostly. Yeah, so I. I no, but it's so valuable right. though. Yeah, it you is. You get so much value out of even the free stuff. And but then is. they say when you pay for the. the yes, you pay for the premium. Yeah, mm. and that's more value than what you got free. But I was. I'm, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. But you are aware of like. Yes, I am aware of courses. Marketplace. Um, yeah. The marketplace for it, the value in it. And it's something I want to get into as well. Let's go. So, like, when you start, I'm so happy. Like, you know, it, more people should do that. Because that's what videographers and photographers can do. You, know, you need video in an on online course to make oh, it yes. more, more of an absorbing, meaningful experience, learning experience. Uh, yeah. Like, what you do is, is geared <laughs> for online course creation. Yeah. I mean, as a service to do videography and then selling your own skills and service as an online course. Is an yeah, it is. It's, it's the yeah, multiple income stream for me, but also because I want to help um, not just the technical aspect of it, but a lot of people forget the business side of it. So, like, I just learned. So there's this guy... Um, not sure if you're familiar with him, but Chris Doe. Yep. Chris Doe. Huge fan. Let's Ma join Future Chris Pro. Chris <laughs> Yo, I want to I wanna join his group, honestly. Um, but I I've, I've been following him for like it's about eight months now. Since I started, I love him. His, his words have... I don't, I, I'm, I'm running out of words. To yeah. Like, his change. Yeah. It's changed so much of how I think yep. and how I look at things and how I handle mostly business stuff. It's just amazing, honestly. If I really want to join his program yeah. and like, get more value out of it. I've been, I've been honing on his, uh, holding down the freaking whiteboard sessions. Oh, yeah, and I've yeah. been taking notes, watching, rewatching, you know. Love it. Yeah, Love just it. taking down notes. So that's something I really want to get into. And I'm glad that you want to get into that space of like, uh, digital products is digital, yeah, products. digital products. Selling your knowledge and services. Yes, it is the skills. future. Mm. Honestly, it is the future. Now, and 
there's a lot of opportunity in that space that a lot of educators should uh, use. And I'm so glad you're going into that. Oh, it, it came like it's, it's a huge mental, like I got so much mental block yeah. just to try to get there, like even starting a business, you have to mm. get through a whole lot of fears and imposter syndrome. And yeah. Self-doubt and all that. So, I mean, just coming to Tokyo took a whole year of me trying to build up confidence and like being inspired by what right, you do, right. UNET does, other podcasters do. Like, I, I'm a huge podcast um, listener myself since okay. um, before I started, just to get the value from the free podcast information that people give around the world. The yeah. information is so free now. It is. It and is. like, imagine our people. Imagine more Papua New Guinea yeah. being exposed to such quality advice uh, and At the guidance. palm of their hands. Yes, and mm. in, in your earbuds, say, hey, yeah, your country will move yeah. much more faster than but voting the, in. I think the, the exact, no, stuff. I agree with you 100%, but the thing is, like, you can listen to something for your entire life, but if you don't apply it, mm. you, you mm. haven't the learned anything. Yeah, you right? haven't learned anything. That is, that is what uh, Chris Doe said, and then it clicked in my head, like, you've been reading and all, like, all of the knowledge is dormant in your mind. Start applying it, you know, like, start same. doing all that magic it's to yourself. It's the same for yeah. me. Like, when I tried to start, and I had all these mental <laughs> mind blocks and stuff, and yeah. self-doubt, and then, okay, like, I became a mother, and it really hit me, like, hey, you're going to be this person with all these things in your mm. head and too scared to... Say something to about it. apply it in life. And now, Pikini Blue was the one. Like, if I want to be that, that example to my kids, I, I need to be it. So they'll see it, and then they have a better example of how, you know, you should live life. So it's just been motherhood for me that's really pushed me to, you know, come out and talk more confidently, start a business, and try to juggle it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always learning in progress. But um, it's progress, not perfection. That's the... That's the mantra. Because <laughs> nice. I'm a perfectionist. Most creatives, right? Yeah, and it then is. you have to it's... try and balance it out, like, you know. Ah, it's I... hard. Like, like, in the first stages, it gets really hard. But then as you get and along that, and you keep on doing it. You keep on doing it. Yeah, the you keep on doing it. Yeah, the confidence the builds up. Yeah. And... and then you fall, you get up, you fall, you get up. That's a lot. It's not easy. Yeah, no. And yeah. you're not afraid to fall as much as you did in the beginning. Because yeah. uh, I, I always feared failure a lot. Oh, man, <laughs> I tell you, like, in the past, like, last year, I had so much doubt in myself, honestly. I, I have less doubt now, but... Yeah. It, it pops up, but at least you know how to manage it. That's the one. You yeah. recognize it for what it is. And you can like move. Move on from that move feeling. On, move yeah. faster than yeah. you know, just staying fearful. Stuck in that stuck. thought. Yeah. Or Which like, comes, back to, comes back to taxes. Like people are stuck, fearful yeah. of tax compliance because they don't know. Yeah, that's, I think that's my spot because like for me, starting is the hard thing. I think once you start keeping your books and you start understanding, like, yeah, what you they start mean. understanding as you do it more and more, you get, you get to the hang of doing it, you know, because yes. it's the, it's the starting. That needs to happen. Starting. Yes. Just Move start. Just start. Yeah. Because Amen. if you don't start, you'll just be like, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, no. Procrastinate. Yeah. Procrastinate. That's the killer that's of just, <laughs> time and potential. I'm trying to move out of that rut and into the start mode. Joe, you got any questions? Uh, really? I mean, the IRC, they, what do you think 
their website? Do they put like good learning uh, Yeah, materials? no, that, that's where I, you know, see stuff. Like even how to keep books, they've got a whole oh, the IRC. Yeah. Oh but my God. The IRC website, they've upgraded it to the new yeah, My yeah. IRC system. It's so it's more of like the ATO website. Yeah. The ATO website is a really good website. Oh, sorry, I've said yeah, but I haven't seen the ATO website, but it's more, the IRC website is just. Yeah, yeah. Now upgraded because of the new. We'll put a link of the IRC website down there. You can go check it out. Yes, please. But I, I find that people, it's it's there's too much information. It overwhelms a user. Oh yeah. So hopefully I get to. I'm, I want to get to a stage where I'm doing YouTube videos showing how to navigate the IRC yeah. website, what it means, that kind of thing. Yeah, all dreams, but yeah. Ah, hopefully, right. you know, we get started. Like, let's start somewhere. That's the problem too. When you have a lot of ideas, but yeah, where exactly, do you start? right? You're like, so now oh my god, I want to do this. I want to yeah. do that. I want to do this. Where do I start? Um, no, that's my big problem. Yeah. But uh, course creation is the one. Like next week, I just gotta start shooting something or something. Like that's gotta be the plan. I mean, yeah. Not the plan. That's the plan, but that's gotta be the action. It is. Just, yeah. most, most like tax regimes that you've been around the world are sort of the same, but. Yes, and, and like M now, and in language that is everyday language because M, uh, it's too technical. Like uh, the yeah, content I see out there, they're just speaking words that doesn't mean anything. You're like you're talking to me, but I don't listen to anything. <laughs> yeah, you see the eyes glazing out. Like even yeah. when I talk, sometimes I'm now really aware of how people's our Thought, body language. Yeah, like, they that just eyes is like no, you just gone to something <laughs> I don't. It's not the whole thing that's tax 40%, it, it goes off in brackets. Yeah, saying it in simple words like you just did, hey, you need to start an account. <laughs> so He's a counter. Like yes, please join the. What they mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, they've come a long way though. When I started in 2009, there was no social media platforms. Yeah. Like, we, they were, but we weren't using them in PNG mm -hmm. to that extent. Huh? And then I've seen the IRC move from With where the they times. are to where they are now today and where they want to go. That's the important thing. So, Samcoin is going on all about this digital transformation and making the tax regime, you know. And now, and the, when things get automated, then it's easier to catch non-compliance. And yeah. that's where we need to know how to comply with these things so we're not caught out in the long run. Yeah, you're not left here, out of the change. making make business, nothing, nothing, nothing. Broken, all the laws and about, and then technology is the one that's going to catch us. Yeah. So we've got to change, get educated. Because, like, looking back, like, all those traditional businesses, like our dads and all of those, like, I wonder how they scale their businesses so well yeah, compared how, to how now. Did they measure yeah. Did they keep I'm not well? sure. That's the thing. Uh, is that an assumption we've made? Yeah, that's an assumption, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, they must be doing something, and right? Because no. my uncle, he is like tons of property and has a security firm and all of that. Like, he's okay. He's a, and then I see the way he does his business and there's no bookkeeping. Like there's no, he just has a guy. Yeah, confidence of people. He can, people will like invest, not necessarily money, but like support and time and help. All those things build up to success. Mm. You know? People who are like naturally charismatic, yeah, yeah. friendly, 
they can put an image of yeah. success sometimes, yeah. even if it's not real in the books. I mean, it really is the law of attraction. It's like old school. Yeah, yeah no, old school, old, like, old Burger Bus not making business. Eh? Yeah. Imagine if they had the knowledge, access to the knowledge now. How much more business? Yeah, they would, have, they would have tripled, even doubled, like, if they educated themselves. Because I'm trying to teach them how to use Microsoft Word, and here I am thinking, how did you build all these businesses? And you don't know how to... Good. Good. <laughs> oh, man, but... that, that still messes <laughs> with my brain. I'm like, damn, what did they do? Maybe I should stop being so tech-savvy and... <laughs> Go back to the old metrics, but yeah, it's just information available. Like the availability of information now is just so, so much yeah, and so, so good. Much. Yeah. That it, now it's not about what, what the information is. It's about your decision making, which information yeah. you're gonna consume that actually will build you up. Yeah, because you have to have the discipline to like funnel the information as well, and then Filter actually yeah. applying it. No. It's just yeah, because we watch, watch, watch. We consume, consume, consume. And then it all just, just jams our brain, so we don't do anything. So you just go, like take a bit of information, apply it. Then you complete the learning cycle. Yeah. Because that's... I do want to ask you, like, online courses, the, the mental mind blocks of mine was, like, how, how ready are people to consume such things? And then it makes me, like, <sighs> maybe, maybe I'm going to waste my time and all those no, things. No, no, no. But honestly, what do you think? Honestly, in your circle? It's, in my circle, it's... We're all self-taught, and we learn everything online. So if you were to do a course, yeah, see what the mentors, so-called mentors, are doing now, I'm putting air quotes because I don't, they don't, like, for me, if you're a mentor, you have to have some sort of expertise or some, like, you actually have to do that thing in order to be a mentor. Um, I saw this, I think it was a scam post. Sorry, I'm going sidetracked here, but I'm just going to, Add, it adds context. So there's this guy, he's charging like 275 kina for like a day of his course or something. And you get some sort of certificate or something. Yeah. But it's uh, just crazy. In person one? Yeah, in person. Oh, and what was the content? Uh, how to scale your business in 12 months to 275K. And is this PNG? Yeah, in PNG. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is so good. And then I checked his profile, Facebook profile. Nothing was like, you know, so I thought, ah, oh, scam. But then anyway. that's where branding and all that thing comes yeah. in. Like, uh, you, I saw your post yesterday about branding. Exactly, yeah. All this needs to happen. Like, I, I needed to learn that too. When I started, mm. I, was, I was like, yeah, people just follow and then it didn't happen. Yeah. You need to actually build a brand. Yes, you have to build your brand build and get your, yeah. people to know what you're about and, and now, what you do. And just getting the confidence yes. to do it was... Hmm, hmm. So it's like, to answer your question, yeah. start. Because it's, it's where things are going and things are going to that direction. And um, you just have to start. Like I said, you don't know. You never know what could happen. Like, you could all be in your head. Like profit. Yeah, <laughs> like but, yeah, but it's, not, yeah. it's not the case, you know. Just give it a go. Um, see what. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of positive feedback. Well, your platform. I, for one, <laughs> am going to be one of your customers because I need that information. Thank you. Yeah. That just will motivate me more to get started and get that email list out. So this online course creation business model is about, you know, collecting email lists. Yeah. No, all good, all good. We're just <laughs> going to wind up here. Um, thanks so much, guys, for joining us. Venice, any last words? Um, follow me hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. And hello, Taxman. <laughs> yes, hello, Taxman. And I've got a 
LinkedIn account there. You can check out my credentials if you if you want to do that. And yeah, follow me there. I can launch my email list out for my online course and get you guys on my wait list nice. for the for the pilot pilot um, course. And, oh, the pilot course, yeah. And um, freebies and offers and discounts for yes. the all those big good ones. stuff. We will be filming it, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed it, uh, let us know in the comments um, where you're watching from, who you're watching with. We do have a goal of reaching 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. I think we're at 500 by now, halfway. Um, so yeah, help us get there. We appreciate you all, appreciate the support. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Peace. Thank you. Yeah, you can say bye. You can say bye. Thank you. This camera is. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right.